Well, here we go with another relaxing podcast at the cottage just north of Menominee. Scott here. The the lake is tranquil out beyond us here. It's a beautiful day as uh, we we enter into the summer months. Just uh, absolutely gorgeous and the perfect location for just, again, a, a fun conversation coming up here. We've got Emily with us across the way. How's it going today? Fabulous. Fabulous. Uh, I, I'm, I feel really blessed because we didn't get hit with a storm last <laughs> night. <laughs> there, there, there's a lot of trees around us, and as we enter the summer months, there's going to be some storms, good sure. old summer storms there. So there'll be a few branches down, but just another excuse to get outside and pick something up. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely gorgeous. And I'm sure in the, the, the coming episodes, too, we might even be able to see some boats out there on the on the lake within due time. I saw one this morning. Oh, outstanding. <laughs> well, again, we are we are just north of uh, of Menominee proper, if you will. I know the guest that uh, you're going to talk to here in a moment, uh, a well-known name in uh, Menominee. And you guys are going to have a fun conversation. So why don't you take it away, bring on your guest and, and have some fun. Well, I'd like to welcome Randy Kanak, our mayor of Menominee, uh, to his first um, Coffee at the Cottage. Um, and um, I think he should introduce himself a little. Well, hi, Emily. I'm Randy Kanak. Hi, Scott. Good morning, everybody. Um, Coffee at the Cottage. How relaxing, how fun. We got birds singing outside. We got a beautiful river. Tainer uh, Lake is just north of us here. It's a wonderful day. We had a nice nice rainstorm last night with not much wind, not much damage. A few trees around town down. But, uh, you know, we are blessed that we live in God's country right here in western Wisconsin. Um, with that, it's a, a delightful morning. Thank you for inviting me out this morning to have coffee with you. And uh, and I'm, by golly, I'm, I'm so blessed that it's not videotaped today and we can only talk <laughs> on the radio. So I agree. <laughs> I, I definitely have the face for radio. I will give it that. Me too, and you already told me that. <laughs> uh, I know, right? Thanks. Well, one of the things I wanted to chat with you about was um, the recent election. Mm-hmm. And that was what, a uh, month and a half ago or whatever, April mm-hmm. 5th. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you won. Mm-hmm. But I do remember during uh, several of the um, hmm, debates, debates mm-hmm. or whatever that you had with your opponent, mm-hmm. that um, your opponent talked about better uh, communication. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons I invited you here this morning. Mm-hmm. Well, great. Well, communications is awesome. And, and I know you have a, a, a host of listeners out there and uh, to communicate with all of you out there in, in radio land or whatever you'd call it. Uh, it's, it's an awesome, op- awesome opportunity. Um, yeah, Menominee's got a lot of great things going. And I know people don't always hear about all that we've got going and, and all the happenings around Menominee. Uh, I know that there's some Facebook, uh, you know, time on Facebook and so forth. But Menominee's doing very, very well right now. It's, um, I, I don't know of another town or city that's doing better than Menominee. Our crime is down 40% over what it used to be. And um, we've got some great programs uh, in Menominee um, developing other things. And so, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to be here this morning, Emily. Thank you for the invite. So let's talk about some of your programs. Oh, okay. Um, I guess the first one that I would like to talk about just a little bit is the drug program, the Project Hope. But I know that the chief will be out here with you 
soon, and you both can talk about it in detail. Okay. Well, I'll just give you the, <coughs> the, uh, the brief once over on Project Hope. Uh, Project Hope is a program we started a couple years ago. We've got some seed money from the city council to get it started. And it really deals with mostly uh, methamphetamine and or drug abuse uh, within uh, our Menominee area and or the surrounding area also. Um, <coughs> but the program is, is got legs. It's, it's moving ahead. Uh, recently, we got some grant money, um, some sizable grant money, and uh, we we're already showing benefits from the program, and it's just in its initial phases. So with that, we're initiating the uh, Botvin Life Skills, which is a, a learning education program within their schools and or families. You know, it might teach a child how to, or a family, how to keep a checkbook or how to handle bullying or how to handle different um, situations that, you know, people of all, you know, all kinds of families and kids and, uh, you know, we get into our situations sometimes and, and how do we back out of those situations. So a lot of the Botvin life skills really is based upon normal everyday situations that we all get ourselves in. So that's one element. Um, but, you know, uh, instead of locking people up for a, a drug addiction, um, maybe we should look at it as maybe it's a mental health issue mm -hmm. and maybe there's some better avenues rather than just putting people in jail and throwing the key away or uh, putting them in jail and letting them back out within short term when the problem really isn't fixed it's just uh, a revolving band-aid <laughs> band or revolving <coughs> door so pro project hope is is a lot of those elements all rolled into one so we're pretty excited about the the movement on project hope and i'm sure the chief when the, you have chief atkinson here the monomaly police chief uh uh, it'll be an interesting discussion because he is really, um, really doing well with this program and establishing. I bet he is. Yeah, yeah. It's, the it's nuts and bolts. Exactly. Um, one of the th um, items about the drug abuse that I became aware of within the last week um, was the uh, fentanyl um, te home testing. Right. And um, would you consider you and the I know you can't speak for the chief, but would you consider um, getting that product and teaching the people how to use it? It's my understanding there's three ways to use it. All of them have to do with water. Um, but if it saves a life, it certainly would be nice to have that available to anyone that's suffering from the addiction. Mm -hmm because there's so many people dying because of the fentanyl-laced drugs. Right, and, and fentanyl, I know that it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's definitely a problem. Um, and implementation of, uh, of uh, fentanyl test kits, um, I think it's, it's a great vehicle for people to know about and, and learn about. And so I would not, uh, I think the chief would be actively involved in promoting a test kit for fentanyl. However, I think also though that uh, if we can eliminate the um, the urge for people to use these uh, drugs initially mm -hmm. would be a, a, a step <coughs> forward. I think that I think when the chief and I talked the last time, 80% of the crime in Menominee was revolving around meth methamphetamine. Uh, otherwise, our crime level is down significantly in mm -hmm. Menominee, and we've got a community-based policing effort going on too, Emily. So, what that means is um, being community-based policing. That is. We're trying to help people. We don't need to arrest our taxpayers pay and put people in jail and cause them hardship. In fact, 
uh, a while back, I saw an officer changing a tire <laughs> uh, for somebody that got a flat absolutely. tire. And I, I got out of the car and I walked over and I thanked him. And he said, really? Thank you? Yeah. And I said, absolutely. That's what we're all about is to protect and to serve. And, and we put that back on the squads and it's been an element here in Menominee for the last few years. And yep. community-based policing is our cops are friendlier. They're here to help you. And we're not here to help, you know, makes things worse. So, uh, But it's Randy, I have to say, if the police officer wasn't there, I know you would have been changing the tire. Well, I would have been, but I, <laughs> but I also would have gave you a speeding ticket too, Emily. So <laughs> I just have to tell Me? you. Yes, yeah, the innocent ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things, uh, subjects that people have been kind of um, wondering about is the Stout Road Project. Mm -hmm. Now, you and I have spoken about it, and um, your response to me made total sense and I really liked it. If you mm -hmm. want to explain that, maybe some people will hear about it and put their minds at ease. Well, well, okay, the um, Stout Road project, that is a kind of a, um, a questionable project uh, in the sense that it's a change. Mm -hmm. And people uh, sometimes don't like change and uh, change, there's an adjustment period. But uh, where the change is for the city is, is about $2 million worth of change meaning that uh, the, the state of Wisconsin and the federal government and so forth will um, put forth approximately $2 million for an upgrade through that, through that Stout Road project. Um, and basically what that is is a mill and overlay and to give it a brand new road surface. But with that, um, we need to follow the DOT guidelines, which is repainting those surfaces. So there'll be, um, it's called a twiddle, and that's an odd name, but a twiddle is a middle turning lane uh, and then the, the through traffic on the outside lanes. Um, and with some new crosswalks and some new pedestrian crosswalks, um, you know, electronic uh, flashing beacons and things like that. So if it doesn't work out for the city of Menominee within a couple of years, we can repaint it back and still have a new road surface. So for the, the, the money, the $2 million worth of money is coming into the city to redo this road. Uh, you know, it outweighs some of the um, negatives towards the project. So we're moving ahead with it as planned. As I remember when I asked you about it, um, you mentioned go look at South Broadway. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the same thing. And that's perfect. Um, and then you also mentioned that, well, what about the semis, trucks coming through if there's an accident on I-94? And you said, not a problem, we just adjust it. Well, we can adjust it. We will also have officers, I mean, at, on call. If, mm -hmm. if, if we have a situation where uh, all of the west or eastbound traffic is coming through that area, uh, you know, we will assign officers, and uh, they'll take care of the traffic flow for us. Um, I know you were involved in Winter Wonderland, mm -hmm. and really your contacts made it happen. Um, and then your next project was... Wolski's Bay, which I know is really, really close to your heart. Why don't you tell us about that? Okay. Well, first of all, Winter Wonderland was a piece of land that what the city had bought that was sitting idle. And we had the opportunity for a um, nonprofit organization, um, Christmas Miracle, to be able to lease that land, cover the insurance, and open it up for the public with sliding hills and ice skating and a hockey rink. Um, and 
what an enjoyment for people, especially during the pandemic, to oh, get yeah. out of the house. I mean, goodness sakes, we had we had people coming from all over neighboring towns and come to Menominee. They drop their kids off. They'd go shop for a couple hours, come back and enjoy a fire by the fire pit. So it was a uh, a big uh, a big plus for Menominee. And we just completed our second year with uh, Winter Wonderland. Uh, Jake Ferrer from Integrity Auto up there in North Menominee. He was the uh, the kind of the father figure behind it and with a little bit of help from the city uh, we were able to pull this off so it was a big plus and then Wolski's Bay too um, we uh, many years ago before I became the mayor Wolski's Bay was a problem child to me and I argued let's clean it up let's get this bay dredged and so forth so in the <laughs> last uh, few years the last five years or so we got uh, both sides of the bay dredged and now the uh, muck is not gassing off not making a nuisance smell in the air and uh, not producing the green blue algae like it once was and so with that being the case we also are uh, cleaning up the island and putting in uh, a dock this year which will be fun and um, we had ice skating down there last uh, last winter thank you Emily by the way for uh, helping us out with some ice skates and so forth we had free ice skates for anybody to use on the island to come out and do some ice skating on the lake and um, we just had a a blast there were people down there that were ice skating and uh, having a fire by the fire pit and it was good to see f uh, families friends and you know little kids out there ice skating oh my gosh I have stories about a little girl that she didn't want to go until I helped her put her skates on and away she went around and around and the family thought that was just amazing so hopefully in the near future we can have some electric bikes some kayaks maybe some cross-country skis and some horse uh, horseshoes snowshoes down there for the that'd be fabulous yeah that, um is there um, a way that people can donate for that project? Well, there is. Um, we started a little Wolski's Bay Association thing, and they can uh, come down and, and uh, donate to that or just call the mayor's office. And we had um, 3M Club last year helped right. with uh, Christmas lights, <coughs> and that was amazing. We lit up the Wolski's Bay Island, and next year we're looking for clubs, organizations, and businesses to, to get on cue with us a little bit and donate some time, put some uh, lights out on Wolski's Bay, and really light it up and make it a fun family um, night out for people to get out and enjoy an evening. I think my favorite part of it was the design. And, you know, there's an island, if you're not familiar with Wolski Bay Island, and there's a bridge to take you over to the parking lot. And you designed the skating rink so you could skate all around the island and go under the bridge. It's so cool. And I, I mean, I bet little kids absolutely love it. Wasn't it lit to the bridge? And mm -hmm. I, it's amazing. And I would guess, didn't 3M have their Christmas party there? Well, they did. 3M uh, had their Christmas party there, and that's what kind of instigated the uh, the lighting. And so uh, 3M put the 3M club put a lot of time and money and effort mm -hmm. into to putting lights out on the island. And you're right, the little kids. Oh my gosh, they'd skate underneath that bridge. It was all lit up, and around the island they'd go oh, again yeah. and again. And Oh, they just had a super time. <coughs> Jeff Peterson, a friend of mine, helped with the whole project and donated hours and hours of time. And it's just been a lot of fun, the whole well, it the seems whole to me, if I remember correctly, you and um, Mr. Luther mm -hmm. started cleaning up the island. And then Jeff, 
I mean, God, he was down there. You were down there. I think you told me at one point your wife kept track and you had four under 400 volunteer hours down there. Right. She didn't know you anymore. Right. <laughs> well, my wife keeps track of a lot of things that yeah. I do or don't do. A lot yeah, of things yeah. I don't do. Like she wants me to go to the dump like three times a day for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. You listen to her. It's your I, wife. <laughs> I, I do listen to her. I listen to her 100%. I don't always do what she says, but at least I listen to her. Good. But, um, yeah, Wolski's Bay has been a godsend, and we're looking for more and more to happen down at Wolski's Bay and more people to be involved in it. Yeah. Um, another subject I wanted to chat with you about is Ellsworth Cheese just came to Menominee, mm -hmm. and I was out there the other day to their retail shop. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely a wonderful addition. Um how did the city get Ellsworth cheese here? Well, it's interesting. Um, you know, we have a, a, a beautiful industrial park and tech yes. park, and we have acres available for industries to come. And one thing led to another in discussion, and uh, I know Dan Osterman was in the discussion too, and the Menominee Greater Menominee Development Corps was also in the discussion, and um, and I know Paul from Ellsworth Cheese Factory, and uh, we everybody, we started talking about a, a, de a developable uh, place in Menominee, Wisconsin for a cheese factory, and they started looking at the, the location, and one thing led to another, and here they are. And it's it's going to be a great uh, venue for not only uh, Menominee, but Ellsworth Cheese Factory. You know, we're, they're located right off the interstate, right at exit 45, and go north a, a mile or so, and they're right there. And the Cheese Factory, my goodness, my wife and I went out and got some cheese curds the other night, and they got pizza, and they've got just a lot of offerings. A lot of stuff. This, yeah. The place is spotless. It shines. Yes. Um, one of the things that I really appreciated um, was... The, s the little bags of cheese curds because mm -hmm. I don't want to sit down and whole, eat a whole bag. And my husband w doesn't like them. So um, that, and then I went to the end of the uh, uh, aisle and they had cheese ends. Right. Very inexpensive. So I picked up some of that too. Well, you know, <laughs> I, not only that, but they have viewing areas. So if you stop out yes. there for a tour, you can look through the window and see how cheese curds or cheese is made. And yep. it's a, a brand new facility. So they've got a lot of upgrades. And, uh, you know, just a beautiful um, a beautiful thing for Menominee mm -hmm. and Ellsworth also. I would think that that would also be somewhat of a tourism district. Um, destination. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. I hope they ha eventually have billboards or something. Well, I think they, yeah, the signage. Um, but, you know, when people come to Menominee, um, Menominee is a, a step above a lot of the other cities. You know, we have a lot of attributes that nobody else has. You know, we've I got agree. a beautiful lake in the middle of our town. We've got great, uh, great rivers, and our school district is amazing. Uh, University of Wisconsin Stout, Polytechnical University, and um, the Tech College. Uh, and we've got room for industry. We've got uh, over 200 acres still set aside for um, for growth in our industrial park and tech park. So Menominee um, is in great shape. Excel Energy has been a wonderful partner to work with, and uh, we're just looking forward to the future. Let me ask you about this Hurlburt plumbing and heating. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I listened to the, m the meeting from last Monday or whenever it was, mm -hmm. and uh, um, it was a s virtual spec building is that correct well the virtual spec building is a concept brought forward by the uh, Menominee Greater Development Corporation and with that instead of building an actual building they do the blueprints and all the plans on a building and offer it up as a spec building so you can go on the internet and tour the building do a walkthrough and look at different things and make various changes that you might need to make but it also speeds up the permitting process by many many months so um, that's kind of what uh, Ellsworth Cheese Factory um, uh, prompted them initially 
to take a, a look at it. And so um, if you want to build a, a building, you know, in a couple of years, instead, uh, you know, we can put get you in there in six months or so. So wow. uh, it's the vir virtual spec building um, concept here in Menominee is, is a, it's is a genius. brand new. It is. It, it is really genius. Is. Yeah. And the folks at the uh, Greater Menominee Development Corps did a great job putting yeah. it together in co cohesion with the city of Menominee. Now, I know another um, uh, dream of yours is, and I think it is a dream and I think it will come true, hmm. is the tiny home village. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Well, it is. Um, we've got some concepts uh, in the air a little bit right now about making affordable housing for people to live in. And uh, this is not, um, it's not a homeless shelter. It's, no. um, it's not a upscale housing development. Instead, it's for that individual that can afford a 50, 60, 80, you know, under $100,000 small home. And we would like to have a village of these homes that's a show and tell village with um, some attributes that are, you know, a little bit different than mm -hmm. the normal. Uh, for instance, my thought on this, if you could come into a, a concept that says, okay, you can buy a $60,000 house, pay it off in 10 years, have that $60,000 then uh, to go and purchase your next home with, mm -hmm. um, whether it be a $100,000 home or otherwise, instead of paying rent where you're paying that money out every month. Um, you know, it's great for short-term you know, a person comes to Menominee and they're going to college and or they've got a job and for a few months and they're paying rent, that's fine. But what we really like to do is offer some stability to some of our employers that says, here's an affordable house for somebody that will work at your firm for the next 10 years or sure. whatever. And so it's kind of based on a 10-year project that somebody comes to Menominee, they buy a sixty, eighty, $100,000 tiny small home, uh, maybe, um, you know, 600 square feet or in that ballpark. And at that point, uh, in 10 years, they basically have paid it off, and they can get that money back to them again to go on to their next investment. To sell it to the next person. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think I think the $60,000 amount is an average cost, and I believe they go up to like 100, 107. Mm -hmm. um, and and that's very affordable for anybody that has a full-time job, I think. Right. I think it would be ideal for... Um, I don't know how large these would be, but I would guess that it would be like one or two bedrooms. Well, yes, that's what we're looking at. And we're looking at options. You know, is a loft available? You know, do mm -hmm. the, um, does the building codes have to change a little bit? I've been down in Madison talking about building codes. Um, our uh, building codes of Menominee would have to change a little bit. But we could offer this up as a PUD, a planned unit development. Yep. And the city does own some land that uh, is right next to uh, water and sewer, so it would be easy transition. And we can keep the pricing down. Um, and we've got, Menominee's doing very, very well right now. We have approximately $1.7 million in a affordable housing fund right now that um, would lend itself to this kind mm -hmm. of a um, creation. See, I think that is such an exciting project. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, you also would like to have campground. Mm -hmm. Yes. Do you have any idea where you might put that? Well, I have several ideas where to put a campground. <laughs> um, it would really be nice if we had somebody that would be interested in opening a campground here in Menominee, and maybe the city could assist them in some way. Um, but, yes, there are there's areas available around the city of Menominee that would offer itself to a campground. We do have a campground right now, um, Twin Springs Campground, which is a, a beautiful campground. But, you know, we used to have five, I think, five campgrounds in the area, mm -hmm. and they either got sold out for development and or... Um, you know, the folks retired out of them and, and, and then 
Isn't they went there away, so. a campground down by Irvington? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Irvington so. Campground also. And, yep. um, you know, and they do a great job, too. Uh, so we basically have two campgrounds in the area. Of, um, but, you know, for a city this size and with I-94 and all that mm -hmm. we've got going on here, uh, it'd be wonderful to have another campground availability. Now, there's so much talk about cleaning up the lakes. Mm -hmm. There's, I don't know how many groups there are. What can you tell me about it? Well, I know that um, Lake Menomen is 15, about 1,400 acres right in the city of Menominee. And Lake Menomen is a wonderful lake for fishing in the wintertime and, and early spring and fall fishing. However, we do get a crust of green on the top. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it deters a lot of people from using our lake. And it's a beautiful lake. And um, the Red Cedar River uh, uh, flows into Lake Menomen. And uh, above the Red Cedar River is about uh, 1,800 square miles of watershed. So every a tributary into the Red Cedar River, of course, um, adds to the green algae in Lake Menomen. So mm -hmm. we've been working up north with the farmer-led council and, uh, you know, Lake of Sh uh, the, the uh, different lakes up north around Chatech. And what I'd really like to do is we had three judging projects here on Lake Menomen, uh, just to say we could. And uh, I know it's not going to clean up Lake Menomen, but it did make a definite difference in those areas um, from gassing off from the muck underneath. And what we'd really like to do is see, like, Chatech, and those areas, um, you know, Lake Pokegama and such, um, you know, get dredged out. And mm -hmm. we've been working, I've been working with um, different individuals, the DNR and so forth, to try to do something to help um, with more of a dredging project. The problem we rely is always money, money, money. Mm -hmm. uh, what I'd really like to do is tap into the tourism dollars fund because tourism seems to have some um, liquidity in, in monies. And just think of the extra tourism we could have in this area, especially in the the Chatech area, if our waterways were clean. Absolutely. So it'd be huge. Um, so we're looking at that. I know there's some talk of uh, a lake district, um, you know, where they actually go out and tax people uh, more taxes up in the upper Tainer Lake area. Uh, and that can be a good thing and a bad thing. It can serve uh, for cleaning up the water, uh, but also, you know, those property owners are paying more taxes. And then once the water gets cleaned up, that segregated few, their taxes are going to go up, so they're going to pay more money in taxes and so forth. So uh, it's got good and bad principles yep, to yep. it. I think that for the little bit I know about that group, they're working really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And um, I, last I heard, there was a petition being mm -hmm. handed out. I have not received one. Mm -hmm. But... Um, you know, I I have the mo I have great asper or mm, respect for groups mm -hmm. that believe in a cause mm -hmm. that will help everyone. Well, no, and and I I agree with you, Emily. I think that there's some cause to it, and there's definitely a push to get our waterways cleaned up, which right. is a great thing. I um you know it, what they do is they have to get a, a certain amount of signatures on right. the uh, petition, and then it would be voted uh, on a on a ballot. Right. So they, oh, is that how it works? Yep. Sure. So it would be on, brought to a ballot. Sure. Um, so what's going on now in Menominee? What's going on now in Menominee? Now, because the reason I say that is something was just referred to the Planning Commission, your last meeting. Well, there's several things. There's uh, Paint the Town. 
Yeah. Which is, that's going to be pretty cool. And, yes. and, and paint the town, it, it kind of is a play off of words because they're not really painting the town. Although we are going to have muralists come in and work on murals and different things on some different buildings. So that's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, there's going to be a, some, some fun downtown. There's going to be people coming in with booths and and uh, selling their wares uh, on Main Street. We're closing down all of Main Street. I, I know. I can't remember the date of it. It's July... 23rd. July 23rd, the weekend of July 23rd. So, uh, you know, that's going to be a great day downtown Menominee. And uh, so I would bring all your friends and family and come and hang out with the food court and or other things down in Menominee on uh, July 23rd. I understand um, the artist groups are filling up pretty fast, and that will be at Clock Tower Plaza. Oh, yes. And then um, there's quite a few flea market and wood tooling, maybe? Well, wood tooling, flea market, but crafts and, and other things. And a food court. And a food court, yes. Yep. And a playground or a place oh, for kids. Play yes, there's going to be a block of that. Right. I think it's the... the um, Eau Claire Children's Museum that has a presence in Menominee now? Well, I think it'd be fun. It's going to be a great weekend, a great lot of fun. I always thought it'd be fun to go downtown and yodel, but my wife won't let me yodel. I wouldn't let you either. I think, <laughs> I, I think yodeling would be a good lot of fun, but um, yeah, looking for a lot of happenings downtown around Menominee I agree. This year. I agree. And, it, you know, I know the group that is working on the Let's Paint the Town and you have a you're a member of that committee mm -hmm. as well. Um, I know that they are so grateful for the city to take the burden on of closing 4th Street to Broadway. I mean, it's amazing to be able to have that. And then some of the side streets as well. I, it's such a great opportunity to focus and showcase the main street downtown. Well, it takes a unified effort, you know, between the group and the city of Menominee and just to bring people in and show them what we've got. Downtown Menominee is amazing. We've got some great stores downtown. Uh, we've got the Mabel Tainer Theater, of course, which has got an amazing stage and theater area and just the food venues downtown Menominee. Nobody yes. realized what kind of food we really have downtown Menominee, but we've got some great eating establishments downtown. You know, there's a couple vacant buildings downtown Menominee, but there is a grant for $10,000 to the person that, for each person that fills up a, a, right. a vacant building. Mm -hmm. And I heard the other day that the governor, ex it used to be June 30th, and now it's he's extended. extended to December 30th. I believe that's the correct dates. Um, but, you know, with what we've got going on downtown Menominee, a lot of it's geared so that if you come in and want to go to the candy shop or oh, you want to walk shop's around. fabulous. Oh, it is, it is. <laughs> got to stay out of there. Ice but, cream uh, and everything. <laughs> I know. they got uh, really a good thing going down. So, yeah, there's just a lot of good things happening. And a lot of people, you know, they'll run up to the, to the Walmarts of the world or whatever. But really, if you really want to take a family out on a, on a day of walking downtown Menominee, uh, you'll be happy you did. You know, yep. stop in and have an ice cream cone, stop at the bike shop, stop in and have dinner at one of our establishments. And, you know, there's antique shops downtown. There's a lot there's of things great. going on. So How many kind of antique stores are there now? Maybe five? Well, I'm not sure what the, the number is, but I know that, uh, again, I have to stay out of there because uh, I'm an antique, so I'm afraid they <laughs> might put me on the shelf. So it's like mom used to have that? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that growing up, exactly. So yeah, That's great. Uh, I love going downtown. I am at the restaurants downtown just mm -hmm. about five days, six days, actually, yeah. of the week. Um, well, I know there's... Huh? Well, and to drag my wife out of the bookstore, you know, she, if you get my wife downtown, she's got to have the ice cream cone. She's got to go have, you know, stop at the bookstore. 
and then she's got to go over to the uh, to the antique store. So whenever I take my wife downtown, I have to take the trailer and the truck <laughs> and haul her away with a full load. Um, no, that's great. Uh, I think um, my effort always is to go down first downtown first to see if I can find what I'm looking for mm-hmm. before I go elsewhere. Right. Well, downtown's got, it's got a lot of cool things to offer, you know, the with the Ladidas and the the different the family kind of cool shops that they've got down there. It's it's made for family shopping. It is what it is. It you is. Know? You know, and there's there's so such a variety. Um there's a new store opening up uh just past 6th Street, okay, where the pawn shop was. Yep. And it's going to be like a cool shop. I very talked to the cool. Owner. Yes, yes. They're going to have a great time there at that yeah. location. And we have, and we have, not to mention, too, we have several um, uh, breweries downtown around the area. Right, so, right. I think uh, we have three, and I was told once that if you have three, it's a destination. Well, it is a destination. Yeah. You know, you got to go to one, and then you got to take in the next one, too. Yeah, so. and judge. Well, and yeah. judge a lot. Yep. We have a new restaurant also just off Broadway. Oh, the Cedar Six, Inn? No. Oh, six. Sixth Avenue Cidery. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's I keep forgetting the name. But Sixth Avenue Cidery. Penny Bursted and um, uh, Tanya. Tanya, yeah, Tanya Hughesby. So yep. they're doing a great job down there. And we had a quartet down there the other night and did, did a little you? singing. That was fun. So oh, I'll bet they love that. Yeah, yeah, it is a great place to go just to go relax, play some games. Yep, just hang out. Kind hang of out. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've done that. Super cool. This has really been fun, Emily. I really appreciate the time uh, spending with you today. Um, and your coffee is good, and your your donuts are even better. And uh, <laughs> donut so Sam's. Donut <laughs> Sam's. Yes, 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 yes. This, uh, but and what a great environment out here. Uh, Thank you. I would invite anybody to be on your uh, podcast in the Thank morning you. just to kind of hang out and and talk about issues and the surrounding um, you know, the, the 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 pluses of Menominee. I know you are a busy, busy man. Um, and I really appreciate you taking the time out to come here today. Oh, this has been way fun. So, thank um, you so much. And you, thank you, Scott. <laughs> yeah, Scott is our, our sound guy here. So if we don't sound good, it's his fault. <laughs> so. Love it. <laughs>